is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. My name is Lex, and I'm just jumping on here to let you know that this is part two of our review of 8 Billion Genies. So if you didn't listen to part one, stop this, go back to last week's episode, catch up, and if you're caught up, let's get to the episode. 8 Billion Genies, issue number five. Witness the first eight months. And eight months after G-Day, when every I like that they call it G-Day also. <laughs> When everyone on Earth acquired a genie and one wish, the world has become a very strange place, full of danger and whimsy and more danger. We need a hero for these times. We need the Idea Man. Silly name. I'm in. And the sillier the name, the more I'm into it. <laughs> Always. It freaks me out that there was only 4 billion people on the planet in 1980. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, because when when we were in high school, it hit six billion. That's creepy. Yeah. We instantly get the backstory of the idea, man, and it's kind of sad. Yeah, it is. And what's weird is like he doesn't look like he's not drawn as like a flubby dude or like he looks all right. Like must just guy. be annoying. He just must be annoying. <laughs> yeah, no but, one believes in him, man. Yeah, no one. No one. He he can't get a wife. He tries to ask a girl to marry him. She says no. And I guess he uses his wish to make people believe in him, right? He doesn't use his wish because he still has a genie with him that looks like him. Well, I think as we get into that, and we can talk about it now. Yeah, because it gets murky for me. Yeah, I also had problems with this. But we run into it later, and, and there's this group of people that said, well, they paid us in their wishes. So I guess basically what they are doing is like they just tell their genie. Either they're telling their genie, like, you grant their wish, not mine, or I wish that you would grant their wish. Yeah. I wish you I, were his genie. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. because Oh, because all of these genies look like him. Yeah. I didn't notice that, but he has a lot of them. A lot. Yeah, yeah, so many. Yeah, idea man. And I love the what is that? What is their bar called? The bar called? The Limpwick or something. Yeah, the Lampwick. It's just that. It's just there and just the barren wasteland. There's nothing around. Yeah, the earth has been scoured. Oh my gosh, what did I just do? But I do find it interesting. So so the genies have always been very forthcoming with information. So if you ask them something, they'll usually tell you in a very, I always imagine it in a very, sorry, a very cheery voice, but they could be given bad news, you know? So some of the band members are asking questions in month four, like, Oh, I got one. What happened to Kylie Minogue? It's like, Oh, she died in the scouring, but she was dancing when it happened. Yeah, they, they give a lot of information. For me, it's like, I think in a lot in the world where I didn't have like my wife and kids and whatnot, I think I would just hang on to my genie just because you get a lot of benefit from having it around. Yeah. Like just information purposes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I'd like to ask you at the end if you had a wish. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. 
it seems like the wife is going to die. The the Asian family goes into labor. Seems like the wife's going to die. And these two bandmates that have their wish, they won't wish that she's okay. To the point where Super Dad is going to smoke these fools for their wish. Yeah, and the wife does try to wish, but she passes out. So yeah. it, it kind of turns into a, like, you need to help this. It all works out, though. It was very, not anticlimactic, because it was pretty climactic, but it all works out. Mm-hmm. The Idea Man has his own army of, like, super folks, and they look freaking cool. One of them is like a rhino head. The other one's like a lion with an eye patch. And then Robbie. Yeah, it's a small head. And they all have these, like, magical capes. I love the design of, like, the space cape. Yeah, that that is a really cool look. And I, I think it's kind of funny. Basically, they just... Just thinking technically of how they drew this comic, like, anywhere they needed to do that, they just slapped that in the background and left it blank. Yeah, yeah, like, it doesn't form or anything. It's just they, the white lines make the, the distinction. And this, this is where we, we talked about earlier. You talked about how they're trying to formulate these very intricate wishes to avoid, you know, a monkey paw situation. Yeah. So he he wished for the scouring and now he's wishing for everything to come back. But like, I was a little confused cause there's like dinosaurs. I don't know. You know what? Yeah. I don't know why it's very specific though. What he wants. Yeah. So it's kind of like everything that could exist in that area or did exist in that area can come back. I don't know. It's kind of cool though. But specifically the people that died, Cannot come back. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a dickhead thing. Yeah, but I mean, if they, they we already know about Remnant, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the people leave the safe haven barn. They go out to venture on their own, figure out what life is like for them now, which I thought yeah. was interesting. I thought that was cool. Once we know that the outside is safe and there's actually an environment now they all decide to leave my poor guy's just by himself now because robbie comes and gets his parents at the end mm-hmm. damn that's sad man. small head kinda <laughs> sad. it's kind of sad this issue number six yeah yeah issue number five is a lot of kind of set up for the latter half of this story and it's a lot there but it's really mostly about this idea man and how he operates and then restoring the world. Yeah. It's like his backstory, the why for the scouring and the why for, or the introduction of like, what is, like you said, what is happening? What are we at? Number six. Yeah. All right. 8 billion genies. Number six. We're now exploring the first eight years after G day, the moment when everyone on earth got a genie and one wish humanity has found new ways to live. Come, come with us to explore the secrets of hopes hollow tomorrowville and the grooviest little town, this side of that's a weird word to see in writing. Poughkeepsie, <laughs> fine city. City sucks. So the band, the band leaves. Because they're gonna, they want to go to Fun City. Fun City is where all the creatives are. Fun City is where music is king. Not necessarily king, but like the more creative, the more talent you have, the better off you'll be. I absolutely love 
this first page. Also, because most, a uh, you know, giant chunk of the world has used their wishes, genies have become sort of this desirable thing. Well, I guess it would always be desirable, but they have people that are hunting other people for their wishes. Yeah. Which is weird, weird that you would shoot someone because then your wish would just disappear anyways. Well, and I don't, I think it's almost like a, it's almost like a, they're they're not hunting them for their wishes. They're hunting them so they can't use their wishes. Oh yeah, to ruin the world again. Yeah, the yeah. one of the genies gets shot, and it's like this blood comes out, and throw he's throwing up blood, and he's like, "Just hold on, just hold on," and he's like, "I'm just kidding." <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Oh my gosh! But they're so they always. That's what I think is so funny. They always look so. Just cheery. Like yeah. There's all this gunshot in there, just like, ah, whatever. He gets shot in the head. One of them gets shot in the head, it's just like spat, and that's it. Like you mentioned earlier, they can't actually protect us or do anything to help us besides grant a wish. Yeah. Even though they do in this instance. Yeah. Yeah. The the girl what I love is how people are resourceful without using their wish. So uh I can't remember their names, but one of the bandmates, the the woman bandmate, says like, "Hey, can you get like really bright up in the air?" And so yeah. help fend off the people that were hunting them who were all using night vision goggles. But those night vision goggles really fucked them up. Yeah, that was amongst everything in this in this collection. So that was the only part I was like, "Really? Wow, their eyes bleeding, huh?" Yeah, I'm never gonna wear night vision goggles. Yeah. This guy's rig got rigor mortis. This one dude is like crunched over the back. <laughs> yeah, I guess they fell out of the trees. The first eight years. The sun and the moon are still alive. Yeah. This issue is uh, really about the more of just touching base with all of our characters. Yeah. We do. What I do love about these little earth zoom out things like i said earlier so it it does show so we see all these like derelict ships on the outside people that flew into space and didn't know how to fly or whatever <laughs> but we also see now the earth is a sphere again and we see like these safe haven cities so we see the ones that are the one that's in brazil we see like florida up to what alabama that's probably yeah. what was it dougville or doug city <laughs> Doug City, I think. But yeah, they we kind of learn these different civilizations. So the dad kind of helps build a town. The the bandmates need to practice to be part of Fun City because you only get one audition. And it's like American Idol type situation. Mm-hmm. And then we see Idea Man, like I don't know, doing something goofy. What's really sad in this issue though is that the bandmates. Bada bangs or whatever they're called, they end up in this town to sort of live while they're practicing for their one audition. And this town is like 70% remnants or something like that. Yeah. It's a sad number. It's like wished up by the people that live there, essentially. The lady that runs the town wished for the town or something like that. Yeah. She wishes for like a place from the 90 or the 80s, 82, I think. So the whole town is just stuff that she, it's all made up. 
Yeah. I, I'm kind of curious where the tank came from, though, because if she wished for the town, did she like, and a tank? Yeah. Yeah. It's sad because they're there for a long time. Yeah. We, in the interlude, we get a, a little bit of on Robbie's parents' side, like, as a remnant, his mother can kind of see through the facade. Yeah. And so she has a conversation with her husband. And then back here, in this town where the Bada Bangs are, they're like living life. Yeah. Falling in love, getting relationships. And they've been there for, they have day 1,293. They've been there for a while. And that's a long, I mean, that's a long time. You're, you're comfortable. These relationships are real. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's that one picture on top where she's going to the, leader of that civilization is going to the doctor yeah it was interesting which is you know the doctor is a remnant too i'm sure so that's yeah. kind of a funny situation effed because they're playing a concert everybody's having fun and then this dude explodes and then brian's boyfriend i, don't I know. assumed i assumed he was yeah he does say something about falling in love with print so i assume that but he he's about ready to explode and brian like is trying to make a wish but they get into this wish paralysis thing that they talked about where they're physically incapable because of all the possibilities they also say it's like when you make a wish you think of all the wishes that you could have made while you were making that wish so it makes it where you can't yeah it's sad the whole town is just gone so like they lived this entire life with these fake people and it's it i say fake people but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're fake it's just that they were tied to this wish Mm. it's gotta that's gotta cause some sort of trauma man right you also see baby baby zhang growing up she's a little kid she can't use her wish yet though yeah they they explained earlier that children it's not until they're like eight or something that kids can use their wishes to a certain like maturity level at the beginning, they're just basically like imaginary friends. Yeah, the parents make a tough decision, but they decide that they're going to t- they're going to move somewhere where they can benefit their daughter, even if she ends up hating them. Yeah, Doug Land is what the place is called, and oh, yeah, uh, again, we never see it, but it's we get this really annoying sort of interlude where Robbie is. The idea man wants to invade all these other safe havens. He wants to rule the world, essentially. And so he has Robbie, who is Superman in this. Um, he's like the the main guy to invade. So he's in Dugland, and they're like, the soldiers are saying, we need your help, Captain Sun Man. The, we can't handle it. They're pretty dug in, and they're like smiling while they say because it, it's stupid. <laughs> so they're laughing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Doug's tend to do that. But then it gets really annoying because he talks about what he's going to do. And he says something like, he says, we're going to have to fly above them so I can't get close enough to where they can dug me. <laughs> we never get an explanation of what that means or even what these people look like. It's just, well, yeah, sure. It's another one yeah. of those, just like his name is Son and Son. It's the, they're using it the same way as 
and he's a little kid. So he's saying it, Doug, as in a name. And the soldiers are saying Doug as in it's it's stupid, but I think it's really, really funny. Yeah, that's good. His head's still small. Yeah, it's weird. Fun land looks cool. Yeah. Fun city. Fun, Fun land city. is the shitty <laughs> thing that we <laughs> had here. That's a hometown. That's a hometown delicacy. Yeah. Weird Al is one of the judges. Yeah, I thought that was kind Bricks, of man. Yeah. They try out, they do really well, but then they say, how'd you like these onomatopoeias, by the way, with the faces so, animated? So good. Really nice. But they basically are like, you're good, but you're not like the best. But they come up with this really great idea. Also, Before that, though, wishes and genies at this point in the world, again, are a hot commodity. So they get denied access to Fun City, but the chick in the band brings up like hey they have two genies mm. and that's like they even say like mm, two genies all right you're in yeah anyone with a genie has free access yeah it's, but you because they use them as like a currency it's like in later on in another issue they're saying oh we're going to war we need all the genies we can get and it's just like they really play fast and loose with how genies even work in this world yeah did but, you notice uh, the judges were on hoverboards as they rolled yes. towards them? I yes. didn't see that. Stupid. Uh, go ahead with what you were saying about their creative wish strategy. Yeah, so they basically use one wish. They use one. Brian uses his wish to make the other wish go to all three of them. So they all have to agree. All the bandmates have to agree on a wish before the genie will make the wish so and if one of know, them it, dies it, it it gets left to the remainder to remaining to whoever the surviving person is yeah and so yeah brian's genie i like that interaction it's like see on the other side bud and like his genie disappears but uh the other genie is still there and it's like you know it's again, because they they, have to make the wish because the, their combined genie is a combined version of all three of them split into threes. It was freaking perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they call it a triton wheel or something. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, so good. But that grants some access. Uh, they got. I mean, they by default Contact. very smart. Yeah, I thought that was another mine. It's like another interesting fact about tontines. They are also sometimes referred to as maggots because they feed on dead people. <laughs> so. Yeah. And Fun City looks fun. Looks real fun, man. It looks fun. And that is the first eight years, issue number six. Eight billion genies, issue number seven. We've seen the first eight years of G-Day. Now we'll visit the first eight decades. As our characters live, love, grow, change, and die in a world transformed forever by the appearance of 8 billion genies. 80 years before. Brace yourself. In a world. Now we'll revisit the first eight decades as our characters live, love, grow, change, and die in a world transformed forever by the appearance of 8 billion genies 80 years before. Brace, brace yourself. This one's a heartbreaker. Yeah, the eight decades thing. I was like, Jesus, that's a that's a lot. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because we're still, you know, 
kind of in that it's just encompassing all that time because yeah at the beginning we're still within nine years yeah it's still enough time that these characters can still be alive yeah or not but but we're still seeing kind of strange things you know we we see the earth again and now it's got giant potholes in it not really sure what that's about somebody's still making wishes probably because of the, the idea man and his war against like Dugland and oh yeah that would make sense because remember he's attacking the havens so mm-hmm. where Dugland was is gone the one in brazil there's, there's a in brazil okay so what's the, look at that heart-shaped island that looks cool the exactitude what do you think about the exactitude man that these giant genies outside of their building yeah that was that was great they're all lawyers something along those lines yeah super great and this is one of those moments that we're like the idea man kind of threatens them and and then he's like oh yeah you know bring it on and you see all these genies kind of appear out of the ether (laughs) yeah which is scary yeah it's weird because he uses I, i love how they have loopholes the idea man's wish is that everybody would believe in him. And he kind of gets taken aback. He's like, you guys don't believe in me? And they're like, listen, we believe in everything. That's our job. We believe in what you pay us to believe in, which mm-hmm. essentially means we don't believe in anything. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And yeah, they have all these genies, man. Weird. Yeah. And he explains, he's the one that explains, like, we've done a lot of stuff, you know, for these genies. like. People pay us in jeans. Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> they never really explain how they transfer, but I guess they don't have to. We just know yeah. that they do. This is when we come back to Rio de Janeiro, where the the guy had ordered his kids' genies that, or his genie basically said, my children cannot wish without my approval. Yeah, he sets up a haven. Which is like, how does the haven work then? I guess his wife, maybe? Yeah, or all the all the people that live there technically considered his kids or something like that. Yeah, interesting. There's some weird loophole. We also get the Zhang family at the beginning of this issue is traveling to this place, and they are traveling through by sea, and it's really funny because they're they're like these stupid wishes. There's this giant sea monster. This lady wished to be one with the sea, and she's just this giant gross sea monster. Mm-hmm. God, they look crazy. Yeah, she's got heads of different animals on her head. All her tentacles. She's like a, I don't know, like an octopus of some sort. She has yeah. a mini body on every end of every tentacle. God, it's crazy looking. And during that crazy journey, the daughter finally becomes old enough where the genie's like, hey, by the way, I can grant you a wish. Yeah, to stop her from making a wish. But the before we go too far, she her mom like covers her mouth so she can't make the wish, and she says in there like the dad basically defeats the sea monster and she says, "Hey, my wish came true," which I was like, "Oh, it would have been a perfectly non selfish wish." Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And then he uses rocket boosters, which she could have just did the whole time and fly them to the place. Huh. But I guess it was a survival mode because the ship crashed. That makes sense. Never mind. Yeah, maybe. That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. 
I know we say that's interesting a lot on this show, but yeah. that's interesting. Things are interesting. <laughs> She's grown up though. Ten years had passed. Yeah, that's a decade. Yeah, well, I, I didn't know exactly. I didn't mean, I didn't mean that just think, the way it sounded. I, I think when she was young, I think it was year seven or something like that. Oh yeah, year fifteen. So almost ten years. Yeah, but <laughs> ever, all the kids in this town or in this haven can't use their wish until they're twenty-five. Yeah, and then they. So it's like we were talking about nine eleven. It's. My wife and I were talking about it today, too. And we were talking about how, like, she mentioned, sorry, she mentioned consent forms for her her school sent home consent forms to see if they could watch the Pink Mist video, like the Kennedy being assassinated in their history class, I guess. And she said, I wonder if parents have to sign, like, 9-11 things now to show that in history class. And she was like, well, probably not. People can just get that shit on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I was like... I mean, they're still going to do it. Sorry. The point is people now like zillennials or whatever the fuck they're called. They <laughs> don't even, they don't even know what we're talking about. You know, that didn't exist for them. And so one of the like kids, nine eleven, Yeah. It just yeah. like, they don't know. Yeah. I remember it pretty vividly. Yeah. Crazy. Not like I was in New York, but I remember being in class and they turned the TV on. That's as much as I remember. Yeah. It's traumatic. Just, yeah. crazy shit but here we got a guy the the son from the beginning that gets his basically his wish stripped away until his dad approves it he is like you know how old they had to be to vote back in the old days 18 but we have to wait till we're 25 to make a wish yeah i mean we do that now or we did that when we were younger it's like do you know how how old they had to be to drink back in the day they could buy cigarettes when they were 16. They could, you know, they could, it's the it's same thing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with it either. Yeah. Wait till yeah. 25 until you're almost mature. Yeah. 80. Yeah. I was going to say at 25, I still would have made, I'm, I'm 35 now. And I would imagine I'd probably, if I didn't have a family would make a pretty dumb ass wish. Yeah. 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 Like on my own without any responsibilities. Yeah. I'd make a pretty, and like, cause I can self isolate and be content. That would make a pretty dumbass wish. It'd be pretty great. Definitely. <laughs> uh, fast forward again to year 20. So another decade. And Carl Winslow. That's it. It's the big one, Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah I was about to say, I'm coming, Elizabeth. It's <laughs> different. Oh my gosh. And he dies. Freaking bug eyed. Yeah. It's scary. It was sad, man. Thanks for coming back to me. And the remnant, it's not, it's, I, I'm just going to associate them with being a version of real. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're yeah. a real from a certain time or something like that. I mean, like a, it's not like this or something. It's not like this phantom. She's sad when her husband dies and she uses everything in her power to go talk to her son who finally has a, Still small head, <laughs> even though it's an adult head. Yeah, small head with a tattoo on the side of it. Yeah. That's to make the receding hairline look cool. Mm-hmm. I'll do that one. I got <laughs> enough space here. I need to do that. But she essentially tells him the shit that she had seen this whole time. She said, Your dad needed to be here. He needed you here. But now that he's gone, I can tell you that 
the idea man is terrible. Like he's got you out there. He's using it as a tool. I just want you to see basically he's not a good man right before she poofs out of yeah. existence. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. But essentially, this is the two havens that we've been focusing on in these in this story or in this issue are going to go to war with each other. Idea mm-hmm. man wants to conquer this, this, this last haven. And we're in the year 21 and the dad, the boss of elf Futuro is saying, mm, you know, we got to actually backtrack that. We got to keep their wishes. So the kids can't, they can't get their wish at 25. Yeah. We never know. Yeah, I like how Margaritaville is a haven that's still around. Yeah. Do you notice on the map there's like a Pac-Man down here in the corner? I didn't. The dots? That's that's freaking perfect. I really liked this idea, man. The hat, Hope's, uh, Hope's Hollow, Hope's Haven. Hope's Hollow. Hope's Hollow, where all these genies start disappearing around him. And I really love that the one, it's like flips him off. Yeah, I I wish I could say it's been a pleasure. And then a bunch of them are disappearing and they explain it's like, well, they're they're basically canceling out wishes from the other side. Yeah. Uh, from exactitude. And he's like, How many wishes do they have? He's like, I could tell you, but I'm not going to. Yeah, they, uh, but they don't up. know. Yeah, they don't know how many you have either. Gosh. I like how the moon is still alive. Yeah, nobody's wasting wasting a wish <laughs> making an inanimate again. The wish that the idea man so it all it all ends and there's he's got a couple left. The wish that he makes is really messed up. Yeah, it's fucking petty, man. It's like evil. <laughs> the wish he makes yeah. is I wish because he wins. It's basically his genies versus the exactitude's genies, and he does have more. He says I wish all those smart-ass lawyers in exactitude, every last one of their partners, all 25 of them, would be stupid. Provided, however, that they'll remember what it was like to be smart. And as Jeannie says, huh, ugly, but beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. I like how they can make addendums to their wishes. Like, it's not just like, again, these genies aren't trying to trick them. So it's didn't like, I wish they would be, this is technically too wishes if you want to get real genie technical because he wishes for them to be stupid and he wants them to remember yeah. 1.5 but they're like yeah sure it's all the same it's all the same Brian's dead yeah, I thought that was I thought that was the marquee I was like what the fuck just happened yeah it kind of looks like one of the bandmates dies their wish becomes twofold and now they're together finally Finally let it go. She could have had him all along, but she was down with the brown. Down with the brown from Gay Town. <laughs> the year 26 in El Futuro, the kids are not playing around anymore. They're <laughs> going to fight the man. It's so funny, though, because this is exact. It's like running away. Like they fight the man and they're like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just love that in this story about people getting wishes you still have this real not real world but other things are going on like life still life still happens 
you know, conflict still happens, even though everyone has wishes or had 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 wishes at some point. Yeah. As soon as the kids. So were the earmuffs. The earmuffs were what was blocking them from hearing the wishes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I just realized that. Yeah. And he realizes his father died because the earmuffs disintegrated off of his genius ears. Wow, that's sad. I just realized that. Yeah, immediately after the kids leave, the the camp gets just dusted. Mm-hmm. And as they're going to head back to help him, they see the Idea Man, Sun Man, and his other superhero people. Which don't do anything. Nah. Sun Man realizes that Idea Man only has one wish left, and he's not going to waste it on him, so... He chucks them into the sun. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, it's great. So perfect. But before he does that, we see Betty now. Her parents are d- dying. Yeah, <clears throat> and Optimus, and so, Optimus Prime dad is dead. Yeah, and so her mother's wish is that her daughter would survive. Selfless. Good job, Mom. I think that's what she was holding out for. Yeah. Because they're Maybe. getting attacked by aliens. Yeah, that was Idea Man's thing, is that he ordered the town to be attacked by aliens, or wished it. Weird. So weird. Yeah, Idea Man's death is great because he's getting chucked into outer space, and he's trying to make his wish, but he's going too fast. Yeah, he can't get get the words out. Can't get the words out before he's in space. Yeah, the moon chomps him. And again, like, Every genie that he's had hates him. Yeah. Dang, so close. But all things considered, you had more than your fair share. Or you had more than your share. And then Sunman comes back and picks up the villagers that are still alive and says he'll protect them. Yeah, so I guess he's going to lead Hope's Hollow. I guess so. We jump a lot of years into the future. Year 45, Alex is old, dying, and he dies. And the wish is all daisies. So she went from the first person in this group of protagonists to lose her wish to being one of the remaining members of the group of protagonists. And she gets a wish. Interesting full circle moment. Oh, Sun's Rest. I see. That's a good name for the town. I mean, there's a settlement called Sun's Rest. Sun Man dies. Robbie dies. <clears throat> yeah, in the year 80. So again, we double even more time. Before before that though, you know, the genie says, well, what will you do now to Daisy? She's old and she says, I don't know. She's old. She says, I gotta figure out what to do with it. There's a caveat with the way they set that wish up though. So the biggest casket in the world for Sun Man. He protected them for so long. Looks like he's got a uh, pizza. On his casket. <laughs> oh, it's going to be my casket. Betty's an old lady now. She still has her wish. She hasn't used it. She hasn't needed to because Sun Man has provided all those people with a good life. And that's all mm-hmm. he really wanted, even when he was a kid. is a safe place. And then she goes on to live her life. Riding unicorns and doing her thing. Actually, no, I thought it was her. No, that's the other, that's the other lady leaving Fun City. On a Lisa Frank unicorn. Gotta have it. It's 
time. Got to have it. Join us, friends, for the first eight centuries. The last issue. It's been a great series. It's a little long as we review, but it's it's really great. great. Yeah, hopefully it's not too boring. <laughs> no, I'll trim it up. It'll be it'll be all the quick hits. <clears throat> okay. So number eight. Eight billion genies, number eight. We've seen the first now okay, I was gonna tell you this, I forgot. This is the same description as number seven. Oh, oh man, I noticed There's, it and then I forgot. There are so many variant covers and it's like the same thing over and over. Ooh. I saw that happen in real time. Magic. <clears throat> All right. Eight billion genies. Number eight mini series finale. And the monumental ode to the worldwide wish fulfillment completes its story with an exploration of the first eight centuries after the moment. Eight billion genies appeared on earth. We'll see how the last remaining wishes get used to discover the fates of the characters. We met at Lamthwick Tavern all that time ago. What's our wish? That you'll see us through all the way to the end. And I also wish that you will see this all the way through. <laughs> I, we get this beginning part. And what I find interesting about this, this book is like, we're all the way to the end. And you think that's going to be something else, but we're still explaining how all this works. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because it's such a cyclical turn of events like it's you know it's happened so many times this almost reads like this is the end of the book like these Mm -hmm. are the last two wishes and this is it like yes we'll probably find out what happened to these last two characters that we saw in the last issue but this is it we're about to see the turn of the new world yeah it's it's kind of strange that these genies have like the more like cat ears and three eyes it makes me kind of wonder if that's what people look like yeah. Also, I didn't realize that the the barkeep still had powers because, mm-hmm. like, this dude could age yeah. himself up from a baby. He could turn himself into a lady. Sometimes he can turn himself into. So the barkeep still technically has pow- like powers that don't matter. I guess even though you could get away with a lot with being able to transform what you look like. Yeah, he's got something. But he's living through life, doing everything. He's trying to find the meaning of life, essentially, to find the perfect wish. Yeah, this the essential part of the story is that the cycle will end if a human wishes the perfect wish. So they won't all appear, all the genies won't appear at 8 billion wishes if the humans make the perfect wish. Yeah, and then in the genie sort of lore, it's a the perfect wish is like a legend. And a lot of them don't even believe it exists. But as a human, this guy's like researching ways to make the perfect wish. After he gets it, he gets a lot of like fucking and sucking. Yeah, drugs, (laughs) hedonism. Yeah, but he starts to settle down after a while. Yeah, because he can't die either. Like he gets his head chopped off. And then he gets like weird baby legs and fucking arms growing out of his head. Yeah, the guy explains to him that whatever the big, if you get blown up, whatever the biggest part is, that's going to grow back. Like, that's like, going to grow you back. Will it hurt? And he's like, oh, yeah. Tons yeah. of stuff is going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, you're a human. Everything hurts. So it's cool. There's one part that really resonated with me personally, and I had to screenshot and clip it just from like my personal use. He's talking about. After all of his 
you know, centuries of hedonism and all this stuff that he did conquering and all this stuff. He, this is where he decides to go and try to find the perfect wish. He also is just trying to learn more about life, you know, he self-improvement, right? He goes through and he's like, he says, I wish I could be the best violinist alive. I wish I was a Kung Fu master, etc." But basically, I just wandered around getting good at things. And I was like, oh. Man, I, I can no, I can't relate to that, but I feel that. Yeah. Especially this next this next this next part. <laughs> he says, it became very clear why so many people wish for expertise instead of working for it. It takes fucking forever. Don't even <laughs> get me started on learning to draw. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. People think that it's like a natural God-given talent to be able to draw, you know, and yeah, some people, some people are in, more inclined to do it. Yeah. But either way, it takes work to be good, you know? Yeah. Even, even people that are naturally inclined are yeah. only that, you know, it's like eventually you're going to hit your cap. Yeah. And if you don't try, you're not going to get better. Yeah. But one thing that he says is he was saying that, the acquisition of skill is one of the most satisfying parts of being alive. It's a wish granted in slow motion. And I really like that because it is. It's like the thing that you want, a lot of time you can work for it. It just takes a long time. And and for me, that was a, a, something that really stuck with me through this whole book. Yeah, it's like sleeping is time travel, you know? it's You just have yeah. to look at it from a different way. Yeah. But eventually he... He says he decides to open a bar, uh, you know, just to watch the world, to observe. And it exists in all, in, excuse me, for 80 years? All right, I lost my page, man. I, like, uh, a, opened up a separate tab, separate window. I don't know how I did that. Uh, I did that a second ago. I was holding the picture. And I accidentally drug it yeah. out, and so it opened a new... You can just hit back. Oh, yeah, I'm back. <clears throat> yeah, so he owns this this space, this bar, a bar. Maybe not the same bar. What does AD several. stand for in this? I mean, it's after... Just what our AD stands for. And oh, I, didn't own, know, I didn't know if it was something specific. Yeah, I kind of wondered about that, too. But anyway... He's sitting there talking about all this stuff, and he's having this long ass conversation. Apparently, because he later, this yeah. lady says it was like a seventy year conversation, but it's seven hundred and two years after Chi Day, and he's sitting there talking to the last Ben member, Daisy. Member. Yeah, she's Daisy. old as hell. She's seven hundred years old. <laughs> yeah, seven hundred years plus. She was already in her twenties. Yeah, they're just chatting, man. He also says something I, I'd like. He's he's talking to her, and he said, "Why there's a reason why no human will ever make the perfect wish. And he says, humans are like a bucket with a hole in it. You try to fill it up with happiness, but you can't. It runs out as fast as you pour it in. You're always trying to find ways to get more. Every wish we grant is the same wish. I wish I had enough. I think it's a flaw in the design. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Amen to that, true. brother. That's true. Yeah. And he does have the perfect wish. He figured it out. But he yeah. didn't make it because he said he wasn't human. And it's like, I get it. He didn't want to put that on everybody. Didn't want to take away. 
their will to do it. I do wish that the Earth was normal again. I hate that it's got a giant. Yeah, they don't really explain that, but no, pretty crazy. Moon's got a beard, which is funny. <laughs> but it does get reset again, doesn't it? After this, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, so this is what I was talking about earlier. The fangs come back, and I didn't even notice it until oh, the necklace. Yeah. yeah, the necklace. So Optimus Prime Dad walks in, or at least we think it is him, Mister Zhang. But it's not. It's Betty. She's wearing the suit, which I thought was cool. I thought it was a cool callback. She gets the knuckle dusters and the survival suit, and she is yeah. a wish hunter. Yeah, and she explains that she gets that suit because her father's wish and her mother's wish kind of combine to allow her to use, which is kind of cool. It is cool. It's, yeah. it's just kind of fun how those things work. But she threatens her, and Daisy's like, listen, I've had some guns pointed in my face before. Why don't you sit down and we'll talk? Yeah, I'm 700 years old. <clears throat> and like you said, she's got... She's a wish hunter, and she has all these like tattoos of all these dead genies. Essentially, that's, they're not yeah, really dead, a... but that one genie's like, "Oh, sorry, my cat's going nuts in there." I was about to say, "You talking to your cat or a kid?" Jesus, yeah, man, they just have this conversation, and she's like, "I can't even remember the depths of it, but I feel like this needs to be read, especially this part. This yeah. last few pages are very meaningful." And I'd hate to just try to like shoddily sum it up, but yeah, Betty essentially wishes her wish away, which is takes a lot. She's just like, I just wish I didn't have a wish. Yeah. After all of this stuff too, after like she and her whole thing is that her parents, all their sacrifices has been made for her. So she, wanted to have the last wish in a way to honor them. Yeah, but she doesn't even really know what she would do with it. Yeah, because Daisy asked, well, you must have a lot planned for the new world. And that's why I thought it reset. Ideas for the big, you know, if you really want this wish, she was like, I don't have any ideas. I don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. So it's And then she was like, well, I definitely shouldn't have the last wish because I don't care. So... I wish I didn't have a wish, which is like the ultimate. It's kind of beautiful, though, because she's made it that long, made that sacrifice. Yeah, and her genie says, well done. Shoo, you are better than you think, which is really nice. Yeah, it was good. She cries. It gets heavy. Yeah. It's heavy right here at the end. It does get heavy, but it's really cool. We get to see what the genies really look like. Like this crazy space yeah, tree. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Or a tentacle monster. But <clears throat> and anyway, anyway, she says her wish, the perfect wish, says, I wish for love, but this time, not just for me. I wish that everyone would love the way they want to be loved. And the genie replies, perfect. Yeah, the perfect wish. And it's, and it's full circle because... She wished for love with her wish originally, but it was selfish. It was for her own, her, own, her own benefit. And I love that it doesn't show the world after that. I love that it's like, that's it. Well, it shows the world and it's beautiful. Yeah. It, uh, 
And it is an amazing moment because she she realizes she was going to take away Brian's agency yeah. when she wishes that first wish. So this one is for everyone. And I'm sure somewhere in there she you know found out that he was not straight anyway. So yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah, a little little progressive for my taste. It was great, man. I thought it was great. The end. The end. Let's break this down, man. What did you think, story-wise, issue one through eight, the long journey? It is a long journey, but the complexities and the callbacks and just the philosophy of the whole thing was really great. I mean, very meaningful. It gets, I did worry about it like you did with the superhero thing, that it was going to kind of turn into that, that kind of stuff. Or that it was going to be too jokey the whole time. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning, you're like, oh, how funny, you know, how fucking crazy. Yeah. But as you get deeper, you're like, this is tragic. Yeah, it became more tragic. And like, even when they hint at the tragedy in the first couple of issues, you're like, ah, how sad could it really be? It's it's really kind of silly. But it also, it, it makes it even sadder to go back and think about some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's all going to resolve relatively quickly, and you realize it's eight issues. <laughs> it's eight issues, 800 years. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. The way it rounds out, and oh man, it's just, it was really nice. I would imagine, and we've read a you know, ton of books, I, I just, I imagine it's really hard to tell a, a story like that, like a full-bodied story with the complexities, with the callbacks, with the closing of all the loops i would imagine it's got to be difficult to cover all your bases like that and this book did, in my opinion did it knocks it out of the park it's it's got to be one of the better stories i've read comic book wise man i mean yeah it's really nice i think the only times again that i'd mentioned earlier that stumble for me are more of like my misunderstanding so like how how to how the wishes work as far as transforming them to people you know, little stuff like that. But overall, it's so phenomenal. And yeah. those aren't even really compa- complaints. The, you know, they're barely a nitpick. I, I agree. I feel like someone could explain that to me in one sentence, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you could, you might as well just suspend the belief if you can believe that they're a billion genies. So it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fine. True. What do you think about the characters, man? There was a lot of them. I will say that. There was a lot of characters in this book. It's really strong, though. Everybody was really, really fleshed out. I feel like, you know, there weren't weren't really any. Because they get deep into it when the first couple of weeks or months that they're in the bar, they get into talking about each other and get to know each other. So you you learn a little bit from that. It reminds me of, and I've had a lot of conversations about this this past week. It reminds me of Ted Lasso, kind of. I don't know how far how caught up you are with Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. But in this season of Ted Lasso, they focus on a lot of the side characters. There's a lot of characters in the show. And they they juggle a lot of side stories. And it works. Somehow it works. You know, a lot of times you'd be worried that it's too much going on. And some people may think it's too much going on. But this book somehow did it. Packed in a lot of story in, in like X amount of panels. That was impressed. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I really, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of story there. It's really, really fantastic. Art wise, what do you think? I mostly, I liked it. I thought the coloring was really nice in a lot of places. There's a lot of like really bright hues and anytime something is shining brightly, you know, you get a really nice hue on everything around it. it that was all done well. Sometimes it was a little choppy, but yeah. really minor. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I say, and I've said in previous episodes that good art can make a story better. I, I honestly think the opposite works as well which maybe we don't see as often but a good mm-hmm. story can really and i'm not saying the art's bad and in, in, in any way i think it was great for this book but i think the story being so good also bumps it up for me and the story being so good bumps it up for me so i was in and then you know when i first opened it up i was like i don't know it, it had a reminiscent style we talked about off air that i couldn't figure out maybe i will by the time it's airs but i dug it yeah yeah at this, I, at this point you could probably guess i'm not gonna say a lot of negative things about this book yeah i mean what is there to say it was really nice it was just a really nice book yeah i mean we've read a lot of books these past few weeks and this might be top of the pile for me yeah i think so too and i just love i again i love to see kind of an indie book come through like this and and be such a pleasure to read so. yeah storytelling wise man I, I was not disappointed with this at all next week's gonna be a tough follow-up mm, it's yeah. gonna be like deadpool something yeah right <laughs> our favorite character <laughs> all right let's grade it i know what i'm gonna grade it so i don't know if you need to think about it yeah i've got it yeah mine's, mine's gonna be e5 man me too that's what i was gonna say that's <laughs> perfect the perfect toast. If I could I, wish for a piece of toast, that's yeah, the one I want. If okay, so we were saying we were going to talk about it. If you got, if you were in this situation, man, right now, do you think you would hold on to your wish, or do you know what you would wish for? More than one wish, I wish would be to control time, because then I wouldn't <laughs> have to worry about anything. Yeah, I mean, and I would think of all the nuances that I would have to do, but. It would be, you know, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go back. I'll just go yeah. back and it'll be fine. I wouldn't I'm, go way back. But. I'm such an overanalyzer that I would, I know that I would hold on to mine. I know that I would use my wish on my kids. I know that. I know that I would, I just know that would be my first gut instinct. But to not get too personal on the podcast, I think without kids and without my wife, I think I'd, I'd probably be one of the overanalyzers like those guys and like hold on to my wish for so long and then be in sort of a perpetual, like sort of, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I should wish, but I should have, you know, I, I just know me, I would have <laughs> choked up or had my wish forever. Yeah. In a purely selfish situation, I would be like, well, I was living just fine without it. Yeah. So I don't really need it. Yeah. But I could stop time. That'd be great. <laughs> but I uh, also, yeah, it would be, I would try to be non-selfish with it. But if every person got one, shit, yeah, I would just hang yeah. on to it. Yeah, yeah, I, it would be weird. And especially in, in, in if the world, which it probably would, unfolded that way. I don't know. It's a lot to think about. 
Yeah, it's like I could save the earth from all its problems, and then somebody else is like, fuck it. <laughs> you yeah, know? Un- so what undo everything that guy did. <laughs> yeah, you better hold yeah. it on and hold on to it until you're like one of the last people. It's almost like Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. You kind of want to be the last person because the last oh. person actually gets to make the change. Yeah, like maybe create a new planet for all my friends and loved ones so yeah. we could escape all that shit and make it to where it couldn't be altered by another wish or something. Yeah. The thing that we didn't talk about is, and how is Daisy 700 years old? Yeah, that was a problem. Or not really a problem with this story. They they kind of explain it away, but it's basically, they say it's like a a side effect from the deal that they made to combine yeah. that genie into all three. So basically yeah, she like has to make a wish. The survivor it was up to the survivor to make a wish. Yeah. Which I was, you know, that one, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it works. Whatever. The other, but Betty, I didn't quite understand why she was still alive. I guess for yes. her to survive. I don't I guess know. that was her wish. Yeah. Her parents wish she was going to survive forever. That's it. We really liked it. If you guys read this, let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you're listening to this on your podcast app right now and you're not driving, leave us a review. Tell us something nice. Hit that five star button and follow if that's an option on whatever podcast listener you use. Simon, where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Simon underscore on underscore toast. You see some fun toy picks there. Uh, also, if you're getting into the figure game and you're and you're looking to buy some action figures, you can go to Entertainment Earth. I have a link in my bio on Instagram that gives you 10% off anything that's in stock currently and free shipping over $59. So that's kind of a cool deal. But they have a lot of good stuff at Entertainment Earth. A lot of times if you miss a pre-order somewhere else, they'll have it. So that's always cool. You know, give you a second opportunity. But that's pretty much it. What about you? Hell yeah. We are Wednesday pool everywhere else, usually causing some nonsense on the internet, making people mad. Um, It's pissing them right off. But it's always in good fun. So check us out there. Let us know what you think about 8 Billion Genies. Give us any book recommendations that you want us to review. And uh, we're circling the drain. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye.